0: Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out, America's Podcast. I changed or I added that tagline to the podcast last week, and from here on out, you could call this podcast Spazzing Out, you could call this podcast America's Podcast, or you could just be like, this podcast to this moron, Spaz, Anthony Paziali, and he does it from his basement in Revere, Massachusetts, and he's a knucklehead, but as it grows and as it gets bigger, because it certainly has been getting bigger and better, and the content is better, and I'm more fired up, and I'm pumped up about being here today and doing the podcast, because I want to be here. A couple days ago, I didn't feel like doing it, then I did feel like doing it, and I feel like doing it today. So we're going to have a good show, hopefully, if I can execute it properly. But this is America's podcast, and why is it America's podcast? Is a podcast done for you, the American people. If you love America, listen to this podcast. If you hate America, bye. See you later. Don't listen to my podcast. Get the hell out of here. Move out of this country. Take a hike. Don't listen right now. Right now, if you're listening and you're like, I don't like America, just turn my podcast off immediately. Unfollow me on all social medias and don't follow my podcast whatsoever. Period. I love America. This is America's podcast broadcasted or recorded or done for you. When we do the podcast, we record it. Five nights a week: Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursday nights. I do a live on Facebook. I do a live on Twitter, and I do a live on my YouTube. Had a brain fart there on my YouTube. Now I need you all to subscribe to the podcast. Go to your favorite place where you like to listen to podcasts. Could be Apple Podcasts, could be Pandora, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Goes on and on and on. Or you can just go to anthonypaziali.com, and I have a bunch of links to different places where you can get to the podcast. Pick one of them and follow me. Please, please subscribe. Now, if you're listening or viewing this right now on Facebook, like my page, share this feed. If you are watching me right now on Twitter, follow me, retweet this. If you're watching on YouTube, just subscribe. Sub to my, my uh, sub, I like that. That's what the kids use, sub. So my son probably knows what sub means, sub to my YouTube channel, so because I, I need more followers, because I want to be able to do it on my iPhone, because so my, my, uh, I have an old school, what is this thing, a MacBook Pro, and it doesn't really work that well, because I'm too damn cheap to buy anything, alright, let's cover some stuff today, so yeah, let, let's just get into it, because there's a huge story in the news that I want to talk about, that is so effing important to most of the people in America. Most everybody in America is going to be affected by this news story. Bro, you're going to be so affected by it, you're going to be disappointed, you're going to be upset. You're not going to know what to do. But guess what? It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect me whatsoever. As a matter of fact, I think it's hilarious because I don't eat that crap on my pizza. Apparently, there is a pepperoni shortage happening right now in the United States of America. The price... Per pound of pepperoni has doubled. All right, guys, we're gonna have a, a short interruption because my daughter's gonna co- try to come downstairs and my son's gonna bitch about it. And and of course, what? It's me. Oh, it's my wife. Yeah, what? You're still talking about cheese pizzas? Yeah. Yes, I'm still talking about cheese. No, because big news just happened today. My wife's yelling down at at Sam. Still talking about pizza? Big news just happened. Big out crazy news that will will affect 99.9% of America but will not affect me because I don't eat this crap on my pizza. Pepperoni shortage, the price has doubled. A a, a couple of months ago, pepperoni was like $2 a pound. Now it's $4 and what? 12 cents a pound. They're going to pass the buck on to you, all you people out there. I've I've said this time and time and time again. First off, let's just go from the top, right? Everybody knows that listens to this podcast, that if you don't eat cheese pizza, you've given up your right to cheese pizza. Plain and simple. The only pizza you should be eating is cheese pizza because cheese pizza always gets eaten. It always get everybody eats it. Everyone. You would save a ton of money Business owners, if you're listening right now, or if you're thinking about starting a business, or parents, if there are any parents listening, any kids listening, any coaches listening, thinking about having a pizza party, you will save thousands of dollars over the course of 10 years for your business, for your nonprofit organization, for your charitable organization. They're not the same. I know you would say they are, but some, there are nonprofit organizations that aren't charitable organizations, bro. And then there's charitable organizations that are just charitable organizations. Anyways, whatever you're doing, You will save thousands of dollars over the life of your business, your organization, and your family. Let's just say you went 10 years and every year you had a pizza party for your kid. Your kids won. You do pizza parties every year. If you just got cheese pizza, you would save thousands of dollars over that time. Why do you just get cheese pizza? Because everybody eats it. Everyone. I can't stand people that get pepperoni pizza because not everybody eats pepperoni. Not all the kids. You'll you'll have a pepperoni pizza left over. Waste the money, right? It costs like two, three dollars more for that. So let's say, you get a chicken pizza. Costs two, three dollars more for that. You get a uh, uh, you know a, a pepperoni. I just said pepperoni. A, a meat lovers or a veggie lover. Any type of pizza, bro. Other than cheese, you're just throwing money out the window. Not to mention that the fact that pepperoni pizza is, it sucks. It's disgusting. Pepperoni pizza tastes like crap and I don't know why anybody eats pepperoni pizza. So this doesn't affect me, but it sucks for you guys. You morons, mutants out there that are eating pepperoni pizza. Your pizza's going to get more expensive. And guess what happens, right? My, my, finally, finally, my, the proof is in the pudding. My, an, I, I've been analyzing cheese pizza for years since I was a kid. And finally you will do what? You will revert back to cheese pizza because it is cost effective and it is delicious. Now, for those of you that are new to the podcast, you also need to understand that if you ever go out to eat with me, ever, 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 ever go out to eat with me and I order a cheese pizza and you order something else, you cannot have a slice of my pizza. Let me reiterate that. For the new listeners to the program, and there are a lot, if you are out dining with me and I get a cheese pizza and you order something else, you cannot ask me for a slice of my fucking pizza. Let me make that plain and simple. I'm going to eat the whole thing. I bought it for me. It is my meal. It is not your meal. Don't ever think that you can eat with me and think that you're going to grease a slice of my cheese and you're going to order something else. So you're never going to sit and you're not going gonna to go... Oh, let me see. Spaz is, uh Paz is gonna Anthony, whatever you want to call me, just don't call me Tony. He's gonna order cheese pizza. And then you're saying to yourself, you know what? I want some cheese pizza, but you know, I'm gonna get a a, a steak and I'm gonna try a slice of this dude's pizza. No, you're not, because I'm not gonna give it to you. As a matter of fact, if you sit down with me and you go to eat and I order a cheese pizza and you do not, I will stop the whole effing thing. I will stop the waitress and say, ma'am, please don't go anywhere, and I will ask you, friend. Are you planning on having any pizza? Because if you are, I'm going to order two cheese pizzas because I don't want you to have a slice of mine. I will order two cheese pizzas so that you can have your own slices, not mine. Do you plan on having any? And if you say no, bro, you're out. And and you're out anyways. So you're just out. Period. If you don't order cheese pizza, you're giving up your right to cheese pizza. I can't stand going out to eat with people and they think they're going to grease up on my pizza. Moving on from that. Because right, I can argue this for days and days and days. You guys know how I feel on this standpoint. I it, It's cheese pizza and only cheese pizza. And if you're out with me, you're not getting a slice of my cheese pizza. If you would like some other... if Like, for example, if I order cheese pizza and you order chicken pizza, you're just eating chicken pizza, bro. You're not getting any of my cheese. Plain and simple. Then the next thing is, don't ever, 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 ever ask me to get half cheese, half something else, because everybody in America knows whatever's on the other half, let's just say it's pepperoni, the, the pepperoni sauce, the, the juices ooze over to the cheese side and it makes no difference. It still tastes like pepperoni. And if you don't believe me, cook a pepperoni pizza, take the fucking pepperoni off and make it just cheese. All you can taste is pepperoni. So don't try to half do my pizza. You're a grown ass man. You can afford your own damn pizza. If you want pizza, get your own. Stop eating mine. There. simple rules of my life. When I have birthday parties, it's all cheese pizza. If I have a, a, a cheese pizza thing for, for my employees, it's all cheese pizza. You'll save tons of money. Now, why are we talking about this? Because pepperoni is having a shortage. Your, your cost of pepperoni if you're a pizza shop has gone up. Therefore, they're going to have to pass the cost over to you. So let's say you used to order a, a pepperoni pizza and it was... $10, well, it's going to be $2 more expensive. It's going to cost you $12, right? And let's just say, hey, listen to me, morons. Let's just say every weekend you get a pepperoni pizza. It, you do that times 52. It's going to cost you an extra oh, shit, man. It's, gonna, it, it, it's $2. It's going to cost you an extra that's for 52 weeks. So that's 52, 100, and, 100 It's going to cost you an extra 104, 104, right? Hear me out. Let's do some math. Let's get the pen out. All right, so you're going to order, moron, every weekend you order a, a, a pepperoni pizza. It's going to cost you $104 more a year than it's going to cost me. I just get cheese pizza. Let's just say cheese pizza is, um, uh, what? Well, I mean, bro, the proof's in the pudding. Let's, let's say the cheese pizza's 10 bucks, right? Well, I'm all, it's already costing you. I could buy, uh, 10 more pizzas than you. How about that morons so there you have it pepperoni is having a shortage i knew it from the get-go that pepperoni was a garbage topping on a pizza they overcharge you anyways for that crap it really doesn't taste good pepperoni is probably one of the worst toppings of all time now i do like pepperoni i will eat pepperoni i will eat pepperoni with some kind of uh cheese on a cracker That is acceptable. If you have a, a, Damula's has a fantastic cheese and pepperoni cracker platter. It's great. I'm sure that will be more expensive, but I do like pepperoni. I just don't like it on my pizza. Now you take a nice little piece of pepperoni and you take a piece of, I I don't know what kind of, what's the white cheddar cheese or something like that? It's not cheddar. It's shop. I think it's shop cheese. Is there a difference? I don't know, dude. Whatever. Piece of cheese, slice it. Hey, you know what the best is? It's just American cheese, bro. You take a piece of pepperoni, caught up a piece of um, American cheese, put it on a Ritz cracker, bomb. But now, since we're moving on to the next thing and people don't know this, don't ever, let me, don't ever, 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 ever let me see you eat a cracker off of a fucking out cra- off of a cheese a pepperoni cracker plate and, and just a cracker. Don't ever, 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 ever let me see that. If you are going to take a cracker, your ass better take a piece of cheese, and it's okay if you don't take a piece of pepperoni, because I don't really care that much for it, but there is a proportionate amount of cheese and crackers. Now, it's acceptable to take cheese. You, by all means, you want to take a piece of cheese and a piece of pepperoni without taking a cracker? Fantastic. There should be more crackers at the end, then there should be cheese. I'd be okay with that. What I can't stand is the douchebags that come by and they grab a cracker, but not the cheese and not the pepperoni. Bro, if you want crackers, go get your ass a box of Ritz and get yourself some crackers and you eat them straight up. Straight up. Don't fuck with anybody else's stuff. Pisses me off. All right. We got that out. Plain and simple. Pepperoni... Pepperoni shortage is happening. It's affecting America. It's devastating to 99% of America, but it's not devastating to me because I don't eat pepperoni pizza and neither should you. Cheese pizza is the only pizza that matters. And if you're not eating cheese pizza and if you do not order cheese pizza, you've given up your right to cheese pizza. Simple. All right. Why don't we move on to something else that's got me, uh... Man, there is some good topics. Oh, my God. Did you guys know that the ice cream song is now Racist. Did you know that? Apparently, the ice cream song. That song. You know the song that, like, if if we were in the middle of this podcast and the thing went off, dude, I'd go running outside and I'd get myself an ice cream. you chase the ice cream truck down down the street. Your kids chase the ice cream truck down down the street, bro. It's racist. I, I didn't know it was racist. I don't think it's racist, so please, but let me back that up. I don't believe it's racist. It may have been racist in a form way back in the 1800s or the 1700s whenever the song came out and it might have been the back tune for some racist ass song. But I don't find it racist. It's not used. It's not used in the connotation of of of, of racism anymore. So, for as far as I let, let me ask you this. You think that like some dude who had the first ice cream truck, was like, oh, this is great. I got this really racist song that I'm going to use for ice cream so that I can get kids and parents of of all creeds to come out and buy ice cream. You think they're like, oh, this is great. This is going to... Oh, wait, even further. Let me take it a step further. You think the first guy to use the ice cream truck song was like, well, I don't want to sell ice cream to black people, so I'm going to play this song and that's going to deter the black people. No, absolutely not, bro. The Brute, it's just... Somebody picked the damn frigging song and it's stuck ever since. If anything, when I hear that song, I hear Americana. I feel like Ice Cream Truck is like one of the most American things on the planet. It's right up there. Listen, cheese, cheese pizza, burgers, hot dogs, ice cream truck. Vanilla, chocolate, ice cream truck. And the Ice Cream Truck song, it's like, why don't we just change it? Literally. Let's get rid of the National Anthem. Let's get rid of the Ice Cream Truck song. It was not... Meant, or it doesn't anymore. You know what? The, uh, here, let me give you an example of something. Okay, the word queer, queer. Uh, uh, hear me out. You're a queer, or that's queer. The the original terminology for the word, right, was you was something different, something unique. So, for example, the re- the word queer would be um a- anything that's that's out of the norm. Okay, let let's say everybody and there's a bunch of dudes and they all black shirts on and one guy had a white one the white shirt would be queer because it's different that was the that's how the that's what the word used to be then it started getting used to describe guys or women that that were that were like same sex but it became to be used in a a bad way right to when you what now when you say someone is queer or at least you know when i was younger when you would say someone was queer you would you're being an asshole you would be like oh that guy's queer you were being a jerk. So you don't use the term anymore, right? So let, let me ask you this, because we're going vice versa. When queer was, back when the word queer was used, uh, it, it's probably the same time the ice cream truck song was used as a racist song, okay? So when I call somebody, should, I, should queer be okay now? Because it used to be something that wasn't bad. Do you get what I'm, do you guys get where I'm twisting this here? So Back in the day, the ice cream truck song was a racist song, supposedly. I I don't know. Now, it is used as something to attract kids to buy ice cream. And it's honestly something that we all love. When I hear the ice cream truck song, bro, I get goosebumps. I'm like, oh, man. It reminds me of my childhood running down Highland Street trying to catch up to it. Or you know what the ice cream truck song reminds me of? Reminds me of asking my dad uh, for money. I'm like, oh, dad, can I get some money? Ice cream truck. My father looked at me like, what? You want ice cream? The ice cream truck? You want it? Go get a job. Literally, my father, dude, I'd be like 11, 10. My father, get out of here. Ice cream truck. You want to you get something from the ice cream truck? You better have money. My dad would be like, get out of here. You ain't getting anything from the ice cream truck. Screw you. And then I remember having money. And when the ice cream truck came, bro, I'd, I'd chase that thing down. I'd be like, hoo, 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 hoo. have the little drag with the with the hole in it for the trash. Get up there. It, it, it reminds me of a good childhood, and I love when the ice cream truck comes by my house because I, I love to see my kids, my daughter, she's like, Oh, that is the ice cream truck! Ice cream truck, woo! They love it. Now, because it was bad back then, they want to cancel it now, even though now it is used. It now it's a honestly, it's 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 Americana. Now it's a a, a daring, it's a, its a—it's an inviting song that reminds parents that are my age of their childhood. It reminds you, it's just, it's fucking good, man. God, there's no two ways about it. All right, now, all right, so it's queer meant lame. All right, fine. So I'm, I'm getting corrected by the author um, and we'll go with him. So queer back in the day meant lame, okay? So if something was lame, it was queer, I guess. What, it doesn't matter. All I know is at some point, Queer was not used as a, as a term for hate. Right? Now it is used for a term for hate. But should we should we not cancel the word? So when someone calls somebody queer, should I say, oh, wait, you can use that word? Back in the day, it meant something good. We need to keep it because it meant something good. Just like, oh, well, that song was bad back then. Now that it's good, you get what I'm saying? Please, I, I know that I'm not explaining this the best way. But you understand? Words change meanings of songs change you and and now you either get rid of them or you keep them right now the song has nothing to do with racism and it has everything to do with remembering your childhood everything everything to do with good times it, it reminds you it's summer it's it's like ah, heck. bro it excites people nothing about that song says You know, when the ice cream truck comes down the street, I'm not like, oh, oh man, here comes the ice cream truck. I, 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 oh, it's racist, oh my God. But I've never, ever in my entire life, ever, when I heard that song, never did any visions of um, discrimination come up. I I wasn't like, oh, here comes the ice cream truck, let's segregate. Nope. I I wasn't like, oh, here comes the ice, ice cream truck, you know, we're all racist, let's get an ice cream. Nope, never popped into my head. When the ice cream truck came and when the song played, makes me think of my childhood. And I love to see my kids run after the truck. I, I love to see the guy, literally, he'll drive like five houses down. It's almost like he wants someone to chase the truck. Hey! Hey! So I I, I think it's disgusting that, that we live in a world, right, where it, everything gets analyzed now. Like I, can I, I, I like wearing black. I have my black, my black t-shirt on, three bucks at Walmart, bro. And I got the black backdrop. That doesn't make me racist. Like, does that, like is, at some point are they going to be like, Hey, everybody's going to just wear gray. The reason that we all have to wear gray is because if you're wearing white, well, you're a white supremacist. And if you're wearing black, that means you don't like black people and black. When you wear the color white and you're a white dude. Oh my God. You you are a white guy and you and you're wearing a black shirt. Why does everything have to be like that? Why can't it just be what's what? Honestly, if if if, if literally, hear me out. If the ice cream song and now in, in in America to this day was a racist song, I'd be like, get rid of it, hundred percent. See you later. Get rid of it. Bounce it out of here. Let's not use it. I don't want to perpetuate hate. I don't hate anybody. I like people, man. I really do. I got no beef. But I have beef with you trying to take my Americana away from me. I have a problem. When you tell me that a song that I I held near and dear to my heart, that everybody knows that when you hear it, it makes you think of of your dad. It makes you think of your childhood, your brothers. You're thinking about like, the push-up park, or you're thinking about that thing with the gu- it's a cone and it's got a gumball at the bottom, or you're just thinking you're, you're eating the fucking it's got gumballs right here, or you're getting a ch- a choco a taco a choco taco. It's American, and it's got nothing to do with hate. I've never like when the ice cream guy comes up and a black kid comes up, he doesn't go, oh, bro, he doesn't get, he doesn't say, get out of here, bro. No ice creams for blacks, no everybody's welcome to come and buy an ice cream. Everybody, all Americans, all creeds, all colors. We can all have a fucking ice cream. What is the problem? And that song, it's the ice cream song. That's it. Everybody goes running. Everybody's excited. You can get an ice cream for like a buck 50. Let me get a bomb pop. I love bomb pops, especially the USA ones. I think maybe their only bomb pops are the USA color ones. But it's like it's it's ridiculous. It is, and it's go, it's gone it goes too far. When the ice cream song is under attack, I've had enough. I I've i honestly, I wish I had sound effects on the program because I would play the ice cream truck song over and over and over again, and I would keep playing it. It's it's a shame that the song is under attack, and it's gonna end up going away that, that'll be the next thing, I mean, ice cream, you know what, honestly, <laughs> ice cream trucks are probably gonna go away anyways, I haven't even seen one this year, so I don't, I don't even know if these dudes are out and about because of COVID, but I'm guessing the, the creepy ass ice cream truck is gonna go away anyways, but I, I, I just don't like when you go, it's a double standard, okay, so if something was bad back in the day, and it's good now. You have to get rid of it. But if something was good back in the day, it's bad now. You don't say, "Oh, we're gonna keep it because it used to be good." No, you say, "Even I agree." You go, "Nah, man, we don't use that word anymore. We got rid of it." It, it's like the word retard. Okay, back in the day, you you'd you retard meant to to slow something down. You'd you retard the engine. You'd have the the the, the, the you know it, truck drivers use it, man. You'd have the retard brake. It, it you, you slow something down. Now, you can't use the word retard because you're making fun of somebody. You're saying they're slow. You're like, that that kid's retarded. He's slow. Now I still use the word from time to time. I, I'm not trying to be offensive. It's tough for me to change the way I talk. I grew up calling people a retard. Not slow people, but like my brother. Like if my brother Mike said something about like, kid, you're a retard. Or if my brother Stan up be like, God, retard. Like, Jesse, retard. Everybody. Everybody's a retard. Now I also I, I have my CDL. So I literally. Uh, I try to rit- retard my engine. I, I let my, I, I literally, when I drive my truck, I try to have the engine slow the truck down before I use the brake, if I can. The engine retards and it slows down. And uh, on bigger trucks, they have a, uh, I don't even know if you could call it a Jake brake anymore, but they have a brake that retards the engine so that it slows it down so you don't burn out the brake so fast. But you can't use that anymore. Chaco Tacos, mad bomb, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the best ice cream from the ice cream truck is. I. I really like. You know what I really liked is um, they came in chocolate, but they also came in strawberry. And I don't know what they were called, but they have you know chocolate. I. I don't know. They're like the cr- like crumbles on them. It, it was. It's not like a pop. It was a popsicle, a creamsicle. I don't know what the hell they were called, dude. Someone. Someone tell me what they were called. Those things were bomb. I love push up pops. Um. Or or push up. Things, uh, one hundred percent. Someone said eclair. Um, I love the little the the push-up things were great. I love the thing snow cones, bro. Done. I love snow cones. Snow cones are my favorite. Forget it. All else things can't for me, and nothing else compares. That the the, the snow cone is by far the best. It's it's the best. God damn ice cream thing from the ice cream truck on the planet. The snow cone is bomb. Absolute. I want one now. Now I have to go get a fucking snow cone. I absolutely love them. Snow cones are the best. So let's let, let's get off on from that topic. Um, where are we, man? How are we doing time-wise? What are we we covered pepperoni? Pepperoni's out. Uh, you know, we probably should talk about Tuca. Um, let, let's get the. Ah. All right, let's talk about Tuca. Tuca Rask, Boston Bruins uh, goaltender, opts out of the season before. So the Bruins are, are in the playoffs. Uh, they're playing the Hurricanes. They're leading right now, two to one in the series. By the time you hear this podcast, the, the next game has probably already happened. But that's not the conversation here. Conversation here is whether or not it's cool, or or it's a dick move, or did he bail out on his team in the middle of the playoffs to go home with his family? Tuca opts out in the middle. Of the playoffs, right after a loss, no doubt, and he and he bounces out on his team, and then the next night they go on and win, which is great. How do you guys feel about Tuca dumping out on his team in the middle of a freaking playoff run? It's a tough situation, right? I don't know this guy personally. I know a couple of guys that play for the team because I used to play. I, I, yeah, because I used to play because I used to be on the radio. I worked with this guy, Linden his LB. He used to play for the Bruins, so. I, I, I got to meet some of, some of the dudes, right? Um, I wish that I had access to them now so that I could talk to them, so I could ask them how they feel about it. We're never going to know how they really feel. And I'm going to tell you how I think they really feel. I believe that the guys on the Bruins feel like they got screwed. I feel like the guys are on, uh, was it health related? I don't think it's health related why he left. So I, here's what, all right. Allegedly, Tuka left because he he wanted to be with his family. So they're in the bubble. NHL has a bubble. These dudes can't leave the bubble. It's it's like, uh, um, who else has the bubble? The NBA has the bubble. The only time you can leave the bubble is for a game. You can't leave this bubble. So he hasn't seen his family. He's got a wife. He's got kids. And he misses his family, allegedly. And he wants to be with his family. And he hasn't been with them for a while. I mean, they've been in the bubble for like two weeks. Okay? So apparently he goes to the coach. It's just like, I'm not in it, coach. I'm not, my head's not in it. I'm not in the game. I want to leave the bubble. I want to go be with my family. So he does it. He he says, yep, I'm out of here. And here's how I feel about it, bro. I I don't know how many dudes are on the Bruins. Like, I don't know how many guys you can have on a roster. All right. It's a garbage move because everybody else on that team has a family. Everybody else on that team has a wife. You guys, when you're on a team, you guys ride or die together. You guys battle. These dudes are your family. You're, these guys are depending on you. You're their number one goalie. You're their best shot at winning the Stanley Cup this year. You. You're their guy. You're also the frigging team's guy. I'm going straight from a team point of view, not from a fan point of view. Because I, I, we'll get to the fan point of view. Because on the other end, it's it's if I got, two, you got the team side... And then you have the fan side. From the fan side, I would say this. There are a ton of people that go to work every single day, mostly cops, firemen, um, nurses, doctors. None of these people get to opt out. They're essential. And I would say that Sports is also essential. We at home need this. We need athletes right now. We need sports right now to distract us. It's a good distraction to have the NFL coming back, to have the NBA, even have baseball. I hate baseball, but I caught myself watching some the other day. Because it's a distraction from everything that's going on. And you guys are essential workers. The entertainment that you provide for us, lame-ass people that have nothing better to do but to watch a sporting event is important to us. It's more important to us than going to the doctors. Sports is religion for some people. So, yeah, you build out on the fans. But I'm not going to bitch at it from that point of view. You build out on the fans, fine. But what you did is you build out on your teammates. The coach of that team, he can't go anywhere. He's got a family. The, assistants coach, the assistant coaches, he can't go anywhere. He's got family. Everybody on that damn team has a family. And they all depend on you to show up and for you to play. You're their best option to win. You're their number one goalie. You're their guy. You're out. You're done. You lost the team. You lost the team. I'll tell you this I'll call it right now Tukarask has played his last game as a Boston Bruin they will trade him in the offseason he's got one year left he will never never play for the Bruins again because the team he lost the team could you imagine playing on a sports team and it's you and I don't know 12 other dudes and everybody else is stuck. Everybody else wants... Patrice Bergeron wants to go home. Chara wants to go home. Pasa wants to go home. Uh, um, 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 I was going to say Marshawn Lynch. (laughs) Brad Marshawn, he wants to go home. All these dudes want to go home. Every single one of them. They all want to go home. But they agreed to play, and they're sticking it out. And you don't know when the series. Look, bro, this could be the last series you could go home. But you bailed out on your team. You looked at everybody in the team, and you said, Guys, uh -uh, I'm by, you're your, your Scotty Pippen, the team. Like, if you watch that, the, the last dance, Scotty he bailed out on his team at the end of a game, and, bro, they were pissed. So I'm telling you right now that everybody on the Boston Bruins is pissed. Everyone. They're all pissed. Get, it, now they're going to come out in public, and they're not going to tell you how they really feel. They got no stones to come out and be like, yeah, we're pissed off, bro. If I was on that team, I come, I, I pff, that the next press conference, and I don't care if they kick me off, I come out and say, yeah, guess what, man? I got a wife, and I got two kids, and I'm here playing, and that's bullshit that Tuka left. I would say it straight up. I'd be bull. I'd be like, you know what? He's he's one of the best goalies in the league, and he just bagged out on us. He just said, F you guys. I know you're here for me. We're all here for you, but now you want to leave. See ya. Bye, Felicia. Get out. I'd be pissed. I think it's a garbage move. He bailed out on his team. They will not welcome him back. If he does come back next year, right? If next year Tuka's on the team, bro, he's going to get, no one's going to care about him. They're just going to, see you later. He's going to get the cold shoulder from anybody. You don't bail out on your team that's in the same, bro, that's like being in a foxhole, right? You're in a war. You're in the foxhole. Everybody's in there fighting. And you just kind of say, hey, guys, I I know we're in the middle of the war, but I'm out of here. Peace. See you later. And you bail out on your guys. It's garbage. Honestly. And that's how they feel. You're trying to tell me. That Cam Neely, the president of the Bruins, is good with this? B.S. Bull. He's an old school, hard-nosed dude. And I guarantee you, he is like, yep, bye. We're getting rid of him. Get, see ya. Yeah, you want to go home? Fine. Go home. We'll be trading you. You signed the a thing. There's 15 teams that we could trade with. Bro, we're going cha- to trade you for a pair of skates. Get out. See ya. He's done. He won't be coming back. Now, there is an option, just so you guys know. That in the NHL, you can actually still come back. So let's say that Tuca decided that he wanted to come back into the bubble. If he wanted to come back in the bubble, he's going to get a, a, a COVID-19 test. He's got to uh, take it like four times in, in 14 days. And he's got to be quarantined for 14 days. He can't play, with, play the game for 14 days. So the only way you would really get him back is if they made the finals. Well, they don't want him back. They don't. It, it, it's going to be a nightmare if this guy decides to come back. And if he does, someone over there should show a set of balls and say, nope, we're good. We don't want you. You bailed out. You backed out. You took off. We're all stuck here. And you left. See you later. Door is shut. Send your fucking jersey back to the garden or whatever the hell they're playing. Send it back, bro. We're good. And it's too bad. I don't know the guy personally. I, I mean, I know some people that do know him. He might be a good dude. But on this one, no. Absolutely, you bailed out. If I played for that team, see you later. It's like if you worked for me, right? If you worked for me and you wanted to bail, and you're like, "Hey, listen, I don't want to work. I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I got COVID. I'm gonna say, hey, not, not, I have COVID. If you had COVID, I'd let you stay home. But you just decided you don't want to work. You ain't coming back, bro. You ain't coming back. I'm not building this. I'm not working. I'm, I'm not. Uh, grinding it and why you go home and go spend time with your family because you're a whiny ass bitch because you need to see your wife and you got to see your kids and you can't handle it what the hell what about the people in the oh my god imagine imagine being in the service right and you're stuck in afghanistan and you haven't seen your family for six months bro you haven't seen your family for months years you're on your third tour in iraq and you haven't seen your family and this dude's whining about 14 days while he's getting paid millions of dollars and peels out on his team. It's a garbage move, man. It's garbage. I don't care. He's done. He's going to retire. He must, he must be ready to retire. I don't dis- Listen, I got no problem if it's from the get-go, right? If before, it's, before he got it in the bubble, if he bounced, I would have respected that more. I don't want dudes... Listen, in general, I'm upset that any player is opting out of playing any sport. But I respect it more if you bounced out before the season started. So before it started, you said, hey, I've decided not to play and I'm not going to get paid for this year. I can respect that. But if you got in the trenches and the war has started and the playoffs have started and you're my best soldier, you're my option to win, you got the best chance I got and every dude on this team... Probably, I bet you mad guys were like, well, let me see what, let me see what Tuka's doing. If Tuka's going to play, we got a shot. But if Tuka decides to opt out, we're opting out. They might have opted out before, but they got in because you got in. And then you backed out on them. No, there's no going back. There's no returning from this. You can't come back. You're toast. You bro, bro you just dusted your boys. That's like you and your boys are, are all going to a fight. And then you, the fight breaks out and then you bounce out on your boys. They'll never forgive you for it, ever. And get brought up for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Bro, you'll be 40 years old. You walk out of a fight when you were 14. Your bros will still be like, oh, here comes the walker. Uh, here comes AWOL. They'll call you something. Bro, they'll rag on you for the rest of your That's what you'll be remembered for. That's what you're going to be remembered for. Remember the time the Bruins won the Stanley Cup and you walked out? That's what you're going to get remembered for. Or Remember the time the Bruins had a shot? at winning the Stanley Cup final, but you walked out, you bailed, that's what's going to happen. It's too bad. All right, we're out on Tuga. I think we got time for one more. I mean, I I really want to talk about the post office, but I mean, I'm getting so sick and tired of talking. uh, Briefly, let's talk about mail-in voting, okay? You all know how I feel about this. It's disgusting. It's ridiculous. And for the love of God, I cannot understand how in 2020, the country has been around for over 200 years. We still haven't figured out the proper way to vote. For some reason, voting is still a scandal in the United States of America. For some reason, there's still fraud in the United States of America. I don't understand. Very simple way to ensure that voting is done right is to vote in person and with a legal ID to prove who you are. Now, if you cannot be there, I find absentee ballots acceptable. If you cannot be somewhere to vote and you have a legit reason for it, you get an absentee ballot. And with that ballot, it must be, <clears throat> you must have two witnesses and a notary public, a Nota Republic or notary, stamp that thing. Putting their name on the line, basically saying, yep, Anthony Pazzioli voted for this person. I'm okay with that. Honestly, I would rather, much rather, it'd be vote in person with a legal ID and they had more days to vote. So let's say the final day to vote is the actual election day. I'd be cool with a two week period of voting, giving everybody enough time to vote in person. Bro, I'd be cool with 24 hours of voting. Like you don't shut the place down. Listen, 7-Eleven stay, stays open 24 hours a day. We could have a voting poll for 24 hours a day, right? Like stores are open from 6 a.m. They close at 10 o'clock at night. I got no problem with that. But people go Black Friday shopping. They they leave Thanksgiving dinner and they go shopping all the way overnight. So there should be no problem getting to a poll. We could make the polls more accessible. I'm serious about this. All right. I would have no problem if voting was three days in a row and the poll place never shut down. You go, you have your ID, it says I am Anthony Pasiali, this is who this is me for sure, and I vote. And I vote for the person that I want to vote for. What's happening now? The US Postal Service is saying, "Hey, we can't we don't think we can handle the amount of, of ballots that are going to get sent in the mail cuz all the states because of COVID are saying, "Oh, mail in voting is good to go." And the post office, the post office has said, we can't, fuck that, dude. They said they can't do it. They can't handle it. They're telling us. They're telling the United States of America, they're saying, hey, we can't do this. If you do this, it's going to be late. So don't do it. But the Democrats, they're like, oh, let's get back. We got to, we got to get the post office going. All of a sudden they care about the post office that's run like crap. Uh, it's not profitable. And, you know, I don't even care about the goddamn post office. I don't even want to go, go down that line because it's not important to me. What's important to me is that they said they can't do it, so let's not do it. It's simple. Vote. It, it, why am I the guy that has to tell people that it's real easy? Very simple. I have an ID. I am Anthony Pozziali. This is my proof of identification. I would like to vote. I'm at the polling station. I go in. Hi, my name's Anthony Paziali. Here's my ID. I go into the booth. I look at the there. Uh, Trump, yes, I vote for Trump. Then I go down. Um, who am I voting for, Senator? Um, I probably vote for Kennedy. I, 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 pff, less of two evils, right? I don't like Ed Markey. Kennedy. Um, you go down. You go through the whole friggin' thing, right? Done. And and I'm counted. And there's no beef. And you're not waiting for for my mail to show up. You're not waiting to see if the U.S. Postal Service gets it right. By the way. I think it, my son just farted, bro. That is disgusting. Dude. That Like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm down here, bud. That's fucking gross. Dude. That's the, Bro, you just ripped ass. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever smelled. That, and and I'm in the middle of my podcast, bro. What, that, that, what? You're, you're telling me you didn't just fart? No. Then what's that smell? I don't know. It reeks, dude was me. Something reeks. <laughs> yeah, you did, kid. You definitely farted. Nope. It stinks. Do you have food down here? Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what it is. It reeks. Anyways, ah, I'm going to die over here. So, mail in voting, absolutely a joke. It's a joke. It's not going to work. And you know what's even more of a joke? Is that the. Bro, I, I'm telling you, it's, something smells bad. Ugh, oh, I'm not. That. Bro! It wasn't me! Hold on, guys. Yeah, everybody hold on for a second, please. This is disgusting. Like, wait! Wait! Is it wasn't me? Will you come over here then? Like, what the hell is that? Do you smell that? What the <laughs> Do you smell it? Yeah! Go get Kaylee. It smells like burnt spaghetti. Dude. Well, Wait, out. I know what it is. What is I it? I think it's soap. Soap? I think it like something just got clean. Kaylee put in um Bro, that's that, uh, uh. whatever they're called. Alright, uh, I I w- I'll gotta, figure out what that disgusting smell is down here I thought it was my kid, but it is like bad, bro So let's just get back Sorry that I just but Right in the middle of my podcast and I got spilt milk Because I think someone ripped ass or something happened But it smelled terrible The smell is gone, I don't know what the hell it was Whatever it was, it was absolutely disgusting So I don't know if the dog stepped in shit Or if someone was upstairs taking a crap I have no clue, it was nasty The smell is gone, I still blame my son He says it wasn't him, I'll take his word for it Mail-in voting is garbage plain and simple. It's just, it's a joke. And if you don't agree with me that, it, right. And you're like, oh, mail-in voting is great. No, because elections can be won off of the, off of it. It's so easy to decide whether or not a, a, a vote should count or not. If it gets there late, it doesn't count. If you didn't sign it right, it doesn't count. If you checked it off wrong, it doesn't count. Only way to ensure a fair and transparent election is to vote in person with a legal id saying you are who you are that's it on the topic i mean it's cut and dry like cheese pizza is the only pizza that should be eaten and when you get a fucking when the ice cream truck comes by the song is not racist well the only way to vote is to vote in person and with an id plain and simple we can move on from this topic i don't want to talk about it anymore it's the most ridiculous thing that we've been talking about and it's been talked about since george washington was president voting problems in this country have been happening for over 200 years. It's time to figure it out. And the simple solution, open the polls earlier, have a couple of days of voting, show up with your damn ID and be counted. Plain and simple. Done. I'm off this topic. I don't want to, I don't really, I don't want to talk about it again. I'm getting sick of talking about it. I know I'm gonna, it's going to come up again. You know what? As a matter of fact, while we're on it, did you know that Rhode Island has changed um, dude, why don't you talk about something interesting? Like, oh, please. That my, you, know, you know what's like more like my, my wife is texting me about like, bro, let me tell you something. I create content and I know what topics I want to talk about, and the things that I want to talk about. I've been creating content since I was 20 years old, 20, 20, I'm forty, 41. I'm going to be 42. I'll talk about the things that I want to talk about. And if you don't like the content that I talk about and the content that I talk about offends you, then blame your parents for raising a fucking pussy. Anyways, in Rhode Island, I just wanted to get this out of here because I've been dying to mention this about how much of a joke it is. Rhode Island has absent, every state has absentee balloting. Well, Rhode Island waved. Wait, wait, did you hear this? It's this like, woo, quee! This is ridiculous. Rhode Island has waved. Waved. Right. You do not have to have witnesses and you do not have to have it notarized. Hear me on this. You can you can vote by mail in Rhode Island without anybody without uh, it, it being notarized. So let, let me explain this to you. Someone could put a request in for a mail in ballot. They get it right. It comes to my house. Let's say it's for Kaylee. I could fill that shit out, vote for Trump, send it back in. No proof. Nobody. They have no clue who did it. Well, that thing could get sent to, like, India. Some dude in India could, could sign it, fill it out, send it back. No notary, no witnesses. That's a joke, bro. That's an absolute joke. Rhode Island has set it up for absolute fraud for ridiculousness. Absolutely. Last time I'm going to say it and then I'm moving on. Vote in person with an ID that proves you are who you are. Done. Simple. Cheese pizza. Ice cream truck songs not racist. Vote in person with the damn ID. And to rask, you suck because you build on, on your team. Garbage move. Alright. That's gonna do it for tonight. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast, bro. This is America's podcast because I care about America. I care about you, and I I, I care about stupid shit. I care about things that are important to you, not stupid shit, but I like to point out things that are stupid, and mail-in voting is stupid, and having pepperoni on your pizza is stupid, and saying that the goddamn ice cream truck song is racist is stupid. So there, you've been educated by me, America's dad. This is America's podcast done for you. God bless America. Thank you so much for listening to spazzing out America's podcast.